You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show. It is uh, New Hampshire primary Tuesday today. So uh, there's a lot of things going on there. We're going to be touching base with uh, Jack Heat, who is the uh, the voice of New Hampshire on the pulse of New Hampshire. We'll talk to him at the bottom of the hour to see how things are going. Dixville Notch. All six people in Dixville Notch gave their votes to Nikki Haley, which means they're probably going to get some sort of Chinese battery plant in the uh, in uh, in uh, <laughs> in Dixville Notch. You'll find out if she wins today. You'll find out, oh, the Chinese uh, Whatever company is going to open a factory near Dixville Notch, and they're going to make batteries. Yeah, whatever. Dixville Notch. Sure, whatever. So we're going to get to uh, all of this as the uh, as the show progresses. I do, of course, uh, encourage you to go out and vote. If you are in New Hampshire, if you're listening to one of the great radio stations on uh, Benny Media, glad to have you there. But I'm not going to start with that. Oh, no, no, no. I want to talk about this. Because uh, I have been saying in one of the... One of the biggest lines that I get when I do appearances on stage is, let's make 2024 the year we turn back to common sense from nonsense. Common sense from nonsense. And people go nuts because they're tired of the, the nonsense, the crap. The people telling you that your kid can change genders. Uh, there's a new study out that shows that in some states the, uh, the number of uh, transgendered kids announcing that they're transgendered went up 300% during COVID. Why is that? Because your kids were made mentally ill, and the bunch of the adults in charge decided that oh we can we can uh, your daughter is suicidal, uh, and and she says that uh, unless you allow her to change her genders, she's going to kill herself. But that's not mental illness. No, 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 not at all. People are done with it. They're sick and damned tired of it. They see our southern border open. They see what our Supreme Court did yesterday, and they say, you know what? Is this what we're going to do here? Because if you take out of the hands of the people the ability to choose, to be able, the ability to protect themselves, the ability to, uh, to vote, the ability to protect their sovereignty and their borders, then the people in charge of the government need to be changed out. That's it. That's it. That's all. And as far as I'm concerned, uh, Texas, Greg Abbott, do what you got to do, man. You know, if, if they don't want you to have razor ribbon, then just line it up with National Guard troops. One foot apart, shoulder to shoulder, up and down that border to shut this crap down. Enough is enough is enough. We know it. You know it. You know that there are people in this country who are trying to destroy the country from within. Your hackles are up. You're pissed off. You're nervous about it. I won't say scared because we can't let fear become a part of this. But we know that right now we are under an assault that only Germany in World War II or Japan could have dreamed of. On our, on our shores. And it's already here. It's already here. And what we have to do is become so overwhelmingly loud. And we have to be so, not, not disruptive like, you know, destructive. That's what the left does. And that's what they want to do this year. But we have to make it so very clear to those in power that we will not accept another step down this path. Now, we're already doing it. 
I mean, we did Bud Light. We got Bud Light canceled. We got Target canceled. We've got uh, the network news. People are turning it off. We've got countless examples of wokeism being drummed out. Uh, the NFL, although their new, uh, the new coach for uh, the Patriots clearly hasn't gotten the message. But we are winning. We are winning hearts and minds. And there are these outliers like MSNBC still trying to think that, Trill still trying to act like we don't get it. But we really, really do. And we've had enough. 77% of us believe and know in our hearts the country's going in the wrong direction. 77% of us can come together even as the left tries to divide. Right now, you may, may recall, Roe v. Wade was, uh, was turned over about a year and a half ago. And for 50 years, we heard the caterwauling of the left that women are going to die in mass in back alley abortions with coat hangers. Guess what? The coat hanger was a myth. Second of all, it's been a year and a half. There hasn't been one single back alley abortion reported in the news. So maybe they were just using abortion as a wedge issue. Oh, and a tool to uh, murder 60 million babies, uh, more of them than not children of color. Margaret Sanger would be thrilled. But you're done with it, and I'm done with it. Where I live right now, if there's a black man on the side of the road with a flat tire, you pull over and you help him. No matter what color you are, it doesn't matter. It never has mattered. My generation, Gen X, left racism in the past. It's this current snowflake BS generation being fed by the class of 1968 who suddenly thinks that we're still sitting at separate lunch counters at Woolworths, even though they've never studied it. We're done we're done. We have to become ungovernable. We have to make sure that they know with noise and fury, not violence, but fury, we're not going to take this crap anymore. And that means Democrats, you get it too. Because I don't know if you knew this, you don't have a choice in New Hampshire. You can write in Joe Biden. They're encouraging you to write in Joe Biden. So you Democrats will feel like you kind of have a choice, but you don't. You don't in Florida, you don't have North Carolina, and you're not going to have a choice. You're stuck with a man who 70, 69% of Americans believe is not mentally fit to be the president. That's what you're being fed, Democrats. Congratulations. Anybody who's not in the Democrat swamp, any Democrat who cares about America and loves America, you should be just as pissed off as we are with these worthless indictments and this constant haranguing and uh, targeting of Donald Trump by the, the weapons of the government, by the DOJ, by the FBI, by a host, by the IRS, by the mainstream media, colluding with, the, uh, with, with big social media to shut down your opinion. You, we can come together and save this. We can come together and save the country. And I don't know about you. I'm ready to go. All of my friends have, have generally been liberal. Some of them don't talk to you anymore because I had the audacity to support Donald Trump. But I know that there are people who are willing to come together to save our country. Back to the uh, subject and the line that I say, we're ready to turn away from nonsense back to common sense. Did you realize the uh, number one trusted news source in America, according to a, a recent poll, is Bill Maher? Do you know why Bill Maher? Because Bill Maher has left the radical left, and he's speaking common sense. 
Other person who's largely left, Joe Rogan. He's speaking common sense. He's calling out the nonsense, the feminization of the culture, the absurdity of transgenderism and CRT. They get it. And now Bill Maher's got the best numbers he's ever had. And here is Bill Maher, a year after I first said it, echoing where we need to go this year. If I said, let's make 2024 the year of blank, what would you say? I was surprised. They all said the same thing. What? Sanity. Yes. Let's make this the year of sanity. Everybody there thinks you go. we've gone bonkers. There you go. There you go. Return to common sense from nonsense. That's why Bill Maher is suddenly resonating with a lot of people. That's why Bill Maher gets some airtime on this nationally syndicated radio show. Oh, that's why this nationally syndicated radio show is exploding across the country. Podcasts and we're adding stations. Because we are so out in front of everybody else on this. And now Bill Maher catches up. What does strike a sane person as crazy? I don't know. If you can ask me, I would start with the fact that I still occasionally see someone driving alone with a mask on. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> who, who do they think they're going to get it from? The lady in the next car putting on her makeup? <laughs> Exactly. And, and, and uh, you know, uh, here's another instance of nonsense. Uh, October the 7th, 9-11 for Israel. Uh, the most murderous, barbaric act by a group of individuals against the Jews in world history, essentially. And we've got the mainstream media, literally, and the, the Biden administration, within days, suggesting we send $100 million to the, uh, to the Palestinian Authority. And we've got people who are literally committing acts of anti-Semitism uh, 400% more than they were last year across the country. That's nonsense. That we do not have to take. We do not have to take this anymore. And our southern border is top of mind for all of us. Democrats, Republicans, black or white. And we're done with that, too. And Jim Gossett has put something together for us. A little palate cleanser as we start this New Hampshire Super Tuesday. Way down here, illegals run wild. Yeah, they do. They're crossing the border by thousands each day. It's a crime that's time we say they can't stay. That's right. They come from Mexico to America. That's where they go. I'm going to be deputized. To let them in so they'll vote for Joe. We have to stop them now. Oh, I think it's more than that. Voter crisis gets worse every day. What about knowing it? Governor Abbott is doing his best. Go, go now. But thanks to Biden, the border's a mess. Back to Mexico. Bye-bye. That is where the drug dealer should go. Kaboom. But all we get is resistance from Joe. We must stop him now. Oh, Mexico. <laughs> you have to be a moron not to know. That's right. They're harvesting more votes. And you know what? Uh, something else. On top of everything else. Are you ready for this? Now, I don't know if you knew this. Uh, last year, we had, uh, we, you know, we had COVID a couple years ago. So that was, uh, I guess that was not, uh, that wasn't famine. I guess we had a little bit of a famine. Our grocery shelves were empty. There were no eggs and toilet paper. 
then I guess uh, uh, the, uh, whatever you'd call uh, the COVID, is that pestilence? No, it's just a virus, whatever. But now we got plague of locusts coming in here. Yeah, yeah, on top of everything else. All we need is the four uh, horsemen of the apocalypse. And <laughs> the squad plus one. America's cicada apocalypse. 200 year event. We'll see one trillion insects from two groups infest 16 states. Is God trying to tell us something? I don't know. I mean, I know we're in a, in a battle of good and evil. Trust me. I mean, if you look at the left and all the things they support abortion until the baby's born, etc., pretty evil people. The left are evil, evil people. And if you don't believe me, see the last century when they murdered 150 million people. In places like China, in places like uh, uh, in in places like uh, 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 St- Stalin's Russia or the Soviet Union, you know, on and on and on. But that's what they say. Yeah, a two hundred year event. So we're going to get the plague of locusts too. <laughs> Good night, kids. See you tomorrow. <sighs> yeah, we're going to have to uh, we're going to have to do something about all this nonsense. This is Dean Phillips. He is uh, running for uh, for president on the Democrat ticket, but he's being excluded by the Democrat Party. The people in charge, they don't want Democrats to have a choice either. They want to put a, a brain-dead, dementia-addled old man who is a radical, radical socialist-slash-dictator in office. And, and here's what old Dean had to say about the people he's meeting in New Hampshire. I saw a Trump rally outside of mine. I walked up to the line of people a mile long, and I simply said hello. I was met with 50 people going to the Trump rally who were friendly, hospitable, thoughtful. Some who said they voted for Barack Obama. Some said they were Bernie Sanders supporters. Donald Trump is on a big mission to win, and Joe Biden is going to get creamed. And I just wish Democrats would wake up. Yeah, there you go. Even old Dean gets it, too, by the way. He gets it. And if you went to, a, a, I don't know, some leftist rally, and you were wearing a MAGA hat, you'd get beaten to death. You would. You know, listen, you can't you can't wear a yarmulke on the campus of Harvard. That's the left. You need to choose what side you want to be on, good or you want to be on side of evil. Uh, you know, and I think good is going to win. We've got momentum and the momentum is going to grow bigger and bigger and bigger. We need to overwhelm them with joy and patriotism and ungovernability. 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is a Tuesday edition, New Hampshire caucus day on the Rob Carson, I should say, primary day on the Rob Carson Show. If I said, let's make 2024 the year of blank, what would you say? I was surprised. They all said the same thing. Sanity. Let's make this the year of sanity. Everybody thinks we've gone bonkers. Absolutely. You know, at this point, I, I'm, I'm ready for an amicable separation, you know? Although that's already happening, by the way. Did you know that? I, I thought it would be great to, to if, 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 you know, a couple of states wanted to be their own deal, wanted to be their utopian, uh, liberal, socialist utopia like California and New York, and you guys want to join together, be your own little perfect union, go right ahead. And I said within a year you'd be streaming out of there because you wouldn't be able to stand living. Then I realized, no, that's already happening in California and New York and all these liberal bastions. People are getting out of it. But unfortunately, leftists, they, they're like the locust in the movie Independence Day. They devour all the resources and ruin everything and move on to something else. So there's that. I'm thinking convention of states, probably what we're going to have to do.
Uh, or just, uh, you know, uh, absolutely destroy the left in, uh, in November, provided we're even able to have an election. Because, honestly, who the hell knows the way these fools are? Uh, this is Vivek Ramaswamy last night. Vivek Ramaswamy uh, appeared at a, uh, a Trump rally and, uh, and delivered this address. I think it was uh, pretty good stuff. If you want to seal the border, vote Trump. If you want to restore law and order in this country, vote Trump. There's that. If you want to defeat the deep state, Would like vote to do that. Trump. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. If you want to fight inflation, vote Trump. Yeah, definitely not Biden. If there. you want to revive national pride in this country, vote Trump. The left hates America. If you want to revive our national identity in this country, yeah. vote Trump. You betcha. If you want to make America great again, vote Trump. That's how we're going to win this in a landslide in November, like you know, Reagan I, I, delivered in 1980. I got to tell you, I'm a little surprised because uh, Nikki Haley and, uh, and Joy Reid say that uh, America hates brown people. We were the only Indian family in our small southern town. I was teased every day for being brown. So anyone that wants to question it, can go back and look at what I... You know, anytime you, uh, you pick up uh, Democrat talking points, that's when you've lost everybody. And, and I saw a picture of her, I think it was at first or second grade, and her, her, her class was multicultural. There were like nine kids of color in a, in a room of, of maybe 30 people. So, really honestly. But, you know, she picked up this from, uh, from Joy Reid, who said that the only reason Nikki came in third in Iowa. New Hampshire, and I think to the point there. that you made, Steph, I mean, it, it's the elephant in the room. She's still a brown lady that's got to try to win. Yeah, and Nikki Haley literally echoed that talking point, which shows what he thinks of you and me. It always thinks the least of America. And I think she's full of it, to be quite honest. You know, but I'm not telling you how to vote. You go right ahead and vote for Nikki Hale. Do what you got to do. New Hampshire, we'll, we'll count up the results tonight. Let's go to Victor in Silver Spring, Maryland. Hello, Victor. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Well, the Supreme Court ruling yesterday. Yeah. And I was telling your call screener if um, Roberts, and I'm surprised about Amy voting for, yeah. for Biden, if they can vote against Texas, What's them to uh, be on the side of Colorado and Maine when it comes to putting Trump on the ballot? I just don't su trust the Supreme Court anymore, be especially with Roberts. I know where he's coming from. You never know. But Amy, the one that Trump picked, jeez. And being in uh, Nikki Haley complaining about being harassed for being brown, I was harassed picked on constantly for being blind, but I don't go running around acting like a victim. I dealt hey, with it. Hey, Victor, Victor, you know what? The most marginalized people in American society are the blind and the deaf, and nobody ever says anything about them. Victor, you're exactly right. Thanks for the call. Buddy, got to run. Uh, you know, victimhood and nonsense, it's, just, it's all nonsense. Nikki Haley, look what, he, look what she has done in her life. She's a brown person. Oh, by the way, people from India, India, uh, you know, expats, they make more than whitey. <laughs> so do Asian people. Because we're a melting pot, guys. We are a melting pot. And don't let anybody say otherwise.
Don't let anybody say otherwise. Oh, by the way, a new pump, Trump, Trump, a new uh, Trump poll, a poll says 60% is where Trump is right now going into this. It's a poll of 850 likely voters. Uh, it's got Donald Trump out in front, 62 to 35. We will see. Your calls are welcome at 800-922-6680. Jack Heath in the thick of it. The uh, voice of New Hampshire on the pulse of New Hampshire coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Hey, it's Tony Marino, host of the wildly popular Newsmax Daily podcast, available for free along with Jerry Callahan, Rob Carson, and other great podcasts at Newsmax.com slash listen or wherever you get podcasts. It's a good day for Led Zeppelin. I can't think of a day that's not, to be quite honest. (laughs) But today is today, you see, and today... Is the New Hampshire primary, and live from New Hampshire is the voice of New Hampshire on the pulse of New Hampshire, Mr. Jack Heath. Welcome. Jack, how you doing, my friend? Well, now that I'm with Rob Carson, I am, I'm, doing a lot. I'm, I'm doing okay, Rob. How you doing, buddy? Uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, you know, I'm excited about the New Hampshire primary. I, uh, I, I think I'm well versed as to what's going on there. What, uh, what uh, Nikki Haley supporters are attempting to do. Uh, what Trump supporters, I believe, are going to do. Uh, what is a couple things happened yesterday were pretty big. There was the uh, Supreme Court ruling against uh, the southern border. That's a really big motivating factor getting people to the polls. And now I think that's going to polarize uh, Trump voters even more. So you got that going on, among other things. What's the what's the vibe you're getting since you are so in touch with the people of New Hampshire on the Pulse of New Hampshire? Well, Rob, I don't think you needed that news story or any other, to be honest with you. I don't think Donald Trump has lost any of his much of his support since the last two times here. He's got a very solid base. I mean, you know, my show's on before you on our network here. Your great show's on now uh, on the network here. Uh, he called into my show this morning, not for five minutes, for 15 minutes. He was calm. He was cool. He was collected. Um, I think I think they're they're expecting a good win tonight. We can come back to what a good win was. Nikki Haley was on the show. She's trying her best. I think this thing is hard to beat. I think the voters here. The problem the, the, the problem for Nikki Haley is this, Rob. Trump has such a command of the Republican voter in the primary, and this is largely a Republican presidential primary. 322,000 votes are expected to be cast today in the Republican primary in New Hampshire. That's a pretty big number, and that's a record turnout, more than 2016 for the Republicans when Trump did well, more than 2020 when there was a Democrat. So I think you're looking at a big night for Trump. But big may be, you know, more than 12, 15 points. Um, tight may be less than 10. It feels like it's right in the middle there. The only thing making me think it could be a hair tighter, Rob, is I'm getting touchstones out there in all the big voting blocks for Republicans, and the polls are packed. I mean, these are people I know that have been here for 20, 30 years. They're like, never had to wait this long for a presidential primary. Place is packed. The schools are packed. Voting is big. The only thing is if more independents turn out than even expected, Nikki Haley, but she still has to get more than a majority, like 65% of every one of them, 
to make this tight. So that's the only thing that could tighten it. But Trump sounded this morning with me on the show like uh, he knows he's going to come out of here good. He's already focusing on South Carolina. Nikki Haley said she's in it for the long haul, but we will see after tonight. Well, I don't see how long that haul is going to be. Um, you know, there are a lot of people like Vivek Ramaswamy is saying that, uh, and, and Tucker Carlson saying that big money donors are going to go uh, uh, and donate and donate and donate to Haley. The the, uh, the the deep state assault on Donald Trump with these indictments is going to continue. They're going to try and take him out of the race. That's very clear, by the way. And Nikki Haley would become the candidate. Uh, that's not going to work because I'll tell you, if Nikki Haley becomes the candidate, Trump voters will not vote for her. That's just the way it well, is. Well, again, that's, get, that's getting downstream a hair from today. Yeah, but yeah. Nikki Haley has to pull off an upset, which is very unlikely now, or at least, you know, a six to seven point race for this to be a race out of New Hampshire. If Trump wins here tonight by 15, 18 points, the momentum's with him going into South Carolina. That's her home state. So, I mean, I even asked Trump, you know, you got to be thinking, I'm reading stories, you're thinking about your VP choice. Is Tim Scott very short on that list? He said, yeah, yeah, he is. I like him a lot. Uh, that's in South Carolina, Tim Scott. I, I don't know where it goes, but I think Trump is – I think if it's more than 15 points tonight, he's the nominee. He probably is the nominee anyway because you got to look at Nevada, Super Tuesday. Nikki Haley, This New Hampshire's the one test, ironically, for Donald Trump. Very independent state, Rob, by the way. I know. I know. As Trump pointed out on my show – Independents can vote in the Republican primary. And you know the Democrat national powers to be are taking away our primary, even though it's today. So Joe Biden is a write-in campaign here. So Nikki Haley will do well or better among independents, but Trump is going to do so well among Republican primary voters. I mean, look at Rob. In the last few weeks, Christie's gone. Ramaswamy's gone. DeSantis is gone. Nikki Haley wanted a two-person race. She's got it, but I think it's going to be a Trump win. But the question is, is it like, you know, the NFL's playing football playoff games. There's a big difference between a 17-point win and a six-point win. Well, I think it's going to be bigger than you think. Um, and, and I'll put a cup of coffee on it. How's that sound? Uh, I, want I, want, no, I want a cup of your steak, your Kansas City barbecue sauce, but with Rob Carson's name on it. All right, I'll do that. Uh, we'll do that. But, uh, of course, you're going to lose, so you're never going to see it. But I'll tell you. <laughs> Uh, but no, there's a new poll out this morning, a Sunday Insider Advantage poll, 850 likely voters has Trump 62, uh, and Nikki Haley, respectable, but so far back, uh, 35%. I think it's going to be somewhere between what you're saying and that. Yeah, let me. Yeah, I think, well, but your, your show, let me have one, one fun thing with you. What? I'm, I know it's not Trump, because I don't think we've ever seen Trump in modern-day American politics and either party, but I remember not many primaries ago when I was running the TV station or what I was doing back then here. And a guy named George W. Bush out of Texas on this day, the eve of the, uh, the day of the primary was in his hotel room in Manchester, New Hampshire, our state's largest city. And his people were telling him, Governor, you're going to win by 20, 25 points over John McCain. John McCain won by 18 points, and no poll saw that coming nationally or locally. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but polls on New Hampshire tend to be more wrong than they are correct. 
Well, there's this uh, also. Um, uh, uh, this is a piece from Charles Hurt in the Washington Times. Democracy lost Joe Biden orders fake election in New Hampshire. So they've taken him off the ballot. The Democrat Party is allowing you to write in Joe Biden. So that's there to placate uh, New Hampshire Democrats who are really hacked off because they're not giving a choice. And if you look in, in 2020, Joe Biden finished in fifth place behind Pete oh. Buttigieg, uh, Bernie Sanders, uh, Amy Klobuchar, and Elizabeth Warren. It wasn't yeah. until South Carolina that he got a little bump up and he got a little help from the Democrat Party and the and the powers within. Right. So uh, well, this, is, this is this is throwing a bone. This is throwing a bone. It was worse than that. He left the state in the middle of the day, Biden, uh, in 2020, because he knew he was going to come in fifth. But, you know, again, the thing that will make it tighter, if it's tighter than the national polls are showing, is is if the independents, if the independents vote in a in a huge block or the undeclareds break her way. And, Rob, I, I she's definitely going to do better than Trump among that group. But he's going to do so well in the Republican primary vote that it's tough for her to beat that. Again, I don't it's like picking the, uh, you know, uh, let's just say um, uh, Chiefs, uh, the Chiefs game in Ravens this weekend. It feels like it's Trump by 12 to 15. You think higher. That's my suspicion. I'll leave it there. I'm Heath, you're Carson. And I cook better than you, by the way. Oh, no, you don't. You bring that anytime. You bring that bleep right here, right now, and you and I will do a cook-off. <laughs> you I've seen your stuff. I've seen your stuff on YouTube. You're, that's, your, that's your new side business. Oh, yeah, it, it always has been. I started cooking when I was uh, 14 years old as a fry cook illegally at a truck stop. But let's not go there. How did your theater and around go today? Didn't you do a broadcast with a, live with a live studio audience? How did that go? Well, that was uh, Wednesday. This past was great. We had about 150 folks on mental health and addiction before the primary. And actually, uh, Donald Trump commented on that. No, th- we're live at the college here in Manchester. Uh, Manchester's kind of election central for the primary. All the media's here. And we're just in that waiting mode for the results to come in. Again, the only thing that could make this a surprise is much bigger turnout than expected. They wouldn't. And I will say this, Rob. Donald Trump would actually do better and like lower voter turnout because, you know, his voters vote. A very high turnout is not necessarily, you know, it's probably better for Haley, but I just think Trump has that edge. It's going to be hard for her to kind of get within that 10-point mark. Let me ask you this. um, With regard to uh, a Democrat's voting in this primary for Nikki Haley. What what about I heard like thirty five hundred people were registered, whatever. What what exactly? Can they do same day? What what's going on with that? No, they had the Democrats to, they had like to, to screw file. around no, with No, this no, stuff. that's rumor mill crap. They had to file back in the fall. If you were a registered Democrat and you wanted to vote in the primary, you actually had to go do that. There'll be a handful of those. What you really need to watch here, unlike other states, is independent voters can vote and they don't they can vote today and go Republican, even if they vote Democrat in the general. That's what's going on. So you're saying it's easier to identify as the opposite sex than it is to identify as a Republican as a Democrat, is what you're saying. You could literally today vote as a woman if you're a man. No, Ronald Reagan Reagan would say, now there you go again. There you go again. Well, uh, regardless, I think this is historic. I, I don't recall any time in, in my lifetime I've seen a primary like this. And I've said from the very beginning, and, and I think more and more people are beginning to realize this, that uh, there is one candidate that the mainstream media, big social media, and the deep state are on the warpath and have been on for seven years. 
and and the people who back him believe and know now that the federal government was involved in the 2020 election, covering up Hunter Biden, covering up Joe Biden, covering up the laptop, lied about collusion. So Trump voters are motivated in a different way, in a different way than other voters. And a lot of people like like your governor don't understand that. Your governor doesn't understand it. I'm not saying he does, and I know you're, I, I know I listen to your show. I would say there's something else going on with the strong Trump voter beyond those who are looking at the last election. I say there's they more than like, that, of course, but that's on, one of on, the big hold things. On, hold on, hold on, yes. Rob. Your show, I'm the guest. They don't like Washington. They don't like Washington. And who can go and cause chaos in Washington better than Donald Trump? What other, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, the only other point I was going to make is you were going back to Biden. I asked Trump this morning when I had him on, and he's been on your show for a long, long interview before as well. Yeah. Near the end, I said, you've talked a lot about Joe Biden this morning, Mr. President. Everyone else is assuming, do you think if you win the nomination, he's even going to be your opponent? Yeah. He, well, I, he, goes, well, he goes, I'm not so sure, Jack. I'm not sure he even makes it there. Yeah, I know. I've been saying that for three years. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I love you, man. My, my so show now. My show you now. Are, by the way, you are a better cook. You are, you are a better cook than me. <laughs> well, I, I agree, agree with you. Uh, but I will tell you, that's, that's where it started, was, was 2020. And, and people are. And, and, Jack, if you follow the National Post, 77% of the American people believe the country is headed in the wrong direction. And a lot of that has to, and all has to do, with the privileged class that lives in Washington, D.C. And the amazing thing, Jack, is that we've been around long enough, uh, and, and we have seen in the last three years how... Uh, much of this has been exposed, and we had no idea. We had no idea of the cabal in Washington, D.C., and what they were capable of. And people are righteously, righteously angry, and they want their country back. They want a representative republic back, and they don't feel like they're getting it. it yeah. It's patently obvious in every way, shape, or form that the federal government doesn't give a crap about the American people. You know what? When your 2 o'clock break this, this afternoon in your show... Yeah. I'm going to be on with one of your favorite anchors and networks, CNN, with uh, Anderson Cooper. I'll mention that I was on with you. Please do. I would love to have him on. But I'm going to try and I, I, I just got texted your interview with Trump. I'm going to try and grab a piece of that in the next hour. But I do appreciate you joining me. And, and if you get the chance, I'd love to have you on tomorrow to kind of okay. recap this. All right, bro? You're the best. All right, Rob. Thank you, buddy. All right, Jack Heath, have a glorious day. We'll talk again soon. Jack Heath, the Pulse of New Hampshire. If you want uh, Jack, it's Jack Heath, obviously, on, uh, on Twitter and whatnot. It's, it's, it's more, I know, you know, when I say 2020, that was the beginning of it. And the fact that you couldn't say anything about it, and then you couldn't say anything about COVID protocols, and then you couldn't ta- say anything about CRT in schools, and then you couldn't say anything about the transgendered insanity that's going on in the school, and it kept going and going, and you had confrontations with CRT parents in, in Northern Virginia, the FBI literally going after them. We know the FBI has been going after Christians. We know that the FBI has been tracking purchases at places like uh, uh, Cabela's and Bass Pro. Those are my peeps. And you don't want to bleep with them. I'm going to tell you right now, you don't want to bleep with them. But I'm telling you also that black people, white people, Asian people, Jews are all coming together and recognizing Washington, D.C. is the problem. And there's one person who can do it because he's the guy who went and changed it. And it took the bull crap that we've experienced the last seven years.
to make sure he didn't get a second term. So, you know, we will, we will see, guys. We will see. I've got more audio on the way. Uh, I'm going to try and grab some of that sound from uh, Jack's interview. Just Jack uh, is a, an amazing talk show host. I love the guy. And we'll try to get some of that on the interview this morning. Your calls are welcome here at 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. I want to thank Jack Heath for joining me on the show. I love his comment. I'm the guest. You're the host. Okay, all right. You're lucky I'm feeling benevolent today, Mr. Heath. <laughs> it, it is an honor to be on in, uh, in New Hampshire on Benny Media's talk stations. And, and I just want to say to the folks at Benny Media, thank you for having us on because I think I think Jack and I make a pretty good team uh, me following his show and whatnot and occasionally doing a little cross promotion uh, we had a pretty wild interview yesterday on his show uh, Jack normally uh, will this say uh, you know I'm, I'm a little more of a firebrand than, than perhaps he's used to I, I don't do the Marcus of Queensberry rules. I do the UFC fighter rules, and I don't I don't take any prisoners and I don't take any BS. So, uh, but Jack is he's the dude. He's I mean I honestly I look at him as the template with regard to election coverages. But I do things a little different than he does. In case you didn't notice. In case you didn't notice. One thing that I really hate is when uh, when Republicans uh, lie, and when they. Uh, when they repeat talking points that other people are talking. Right now, if you go to Twitter this morning, even though we know that Donald Trump is, uh, is of sound mind and body, he, he has, has been nonstop. You as a whatever old, how old you are, do the number of appearance he does, the, the damned indictments he's going through, and, and he'll occasionally, he, like the other night, he switched somebody's name. He switched out to Nikki Haley's name. And today, Dementia Don is, is uh, on Twitter. And they're trying to make it seem like Donald Trump has mental acuity problems. Dear God, I mean, we're not that freaking stupid. And you could try that bull crap with me, and you could try it, and you can, you can say the, the lie enough that it becomes the truth, but it's not going to work when it's this obvious. But I'm really kind of, uh, you, know, you know, Chris Sununo should know better. He's the governor of the darn state of New Hampshire, and he's doing that same crap. I want you to listen to him. Two things. Number one, anyone who says this is a must-win for Nikki Haley, I heard someone mentioning that in the studio. Tell them they overpaid for that online political science degree. There's only been three goals. Oh, uh, it is, Chris. Here, right? One was to make sure she got a second place. We got that. Two was to make sure there were only two candidates. No, she got a third place, Chris. Candidates left in the race, and we're ahead, of, we're ahead there. She's wiped 12 candidates off. And then she was. She hasn't wiped anybody off. To build on that momentum out of Iowa, where she got 20%, she's going to more than double or exceed that here. The last point is. No, no, I don't think so. Their polls, last time I checked, they're always wrong, right? So you never know. Only when it comes to Democrats being out in front of Republicans. The same poll on the day I got elected governor said I was going to lose by 11, and we won by a couple percent. So, you know, it's all about the voter turnout. It's all about the enthusiasm. Where's the energy? Not just what people say on a phone or how they, you know, respond to an online text or something. It's really about the energy of the campaign. Trump has no energy. The guy can barely read a teleprompter right now. All the wind is behind Nikki Sales. So I just think... Uh, honestly, they, uh, is weed legal in New Hampshire? It, what, it, he doesn't have any energy. Are you out of your nut? He The other night, was it Saturday night when he on Newsmax? Wasn't it a two-hour rally? Didn't he keep the crowd going? Didn't, wasn't the crowd interject, energetic? Didn't he feed off them? Doesn't he deliver unbelievable uh, improvisational rants that are funny? Please, dear God, man. 
Be honest. I, I just don't. I don't have time for this. When you pick up Republican talk or Democrat talking points, I had that yesterday. I was on Jack's show. A Democrat Donald Trump can't win because he lost in 2020 and he lost the midterms. I said, okay, really. So you're saying that 2020 was absolutely cool, no government involvement, and Donald Trump picking 220 wins and 19 losses of the midterm proves your point. I don't have time to argue with nonsense like that. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. All right, so coming up the next hour of The Rob Carson Show, Fonnie Willis's Fanny is in hot water in Georgia. And uh, New Mexico's governor is being impeached for treading on the Second Amendment, and even Democrats aren't defending her. This is big. Don't go anywhere.